friends. I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are going to be talking about our 2022 Goodreads challenges. And for those of you who don't know what Goodreads is, it is an app that you can download basically to track books that you've read. Um, You can see suggestions from like your friends. You can add other people on there. Um, Really, it's like like an encyclopedia for your book. It's really awesome. Um, And they also have this cool thing where every year you can set an amount of books that you want to read. It's called a reading challenge. Um, Really, it's just so that you can try to like one up yourself every year to see how many books you can read. And it's super fun to me because just last year I started reading again for fun. Like I used to read all the time, but I went through like some, some years when I was like really like bogged down with school and I just wasn't reading. So this is kind of a way to like get you back into it. If you feel like you've been in a slump, it's great. Yeah. 2020 was like our like glow up year for reading. (laughs) Oh gosh, yeah, I guess it was 2020 and it's yeah, 2022 that's now. Years ago. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, time flies when you're having fun. Right. Um, <laughs> so right now, my Goodreads challenge for this year, I did have it set to 80 books, but I did just bump it up because I feel like I can Me do too. more. So yeah, so I just bumped mine up to 100 books. So far, I've read 20, which puts me ahead of schedule according to the like tracker. I also had mine set to 80. I'm about to up mine to 20 or 20. I'm about to up mine to 100 <laughs> as well. I'm at 31 for the year. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of chugging along. So <laughs> I, think I can I think I can do better. It's so funny too, because yeah, I set mine at 80 to match you, even though like you usually read like way faster than I do. But then I was like, you know what? I think I can do it. So you definitely need to bump yours up. I think so. Uh, It's only March. So yeah, I know we're flying. And now with the podcast, like it's, Mm -hmm. it's got us reading extra. So that's awesome. So also we're going to talk about what we're currently reading. I am obsessed with my book right now. The second book of the cat and mouse duet, it's called Hunting Abilene by H.D. Carlton. It is so good. Um, There are some, it's probably not for everyone. It's triggering. Yeah, there are some pretty hefty trigger warnings on this series. But if you don't really, you know, get triggered by kind of uh, violence or um, sexual violence or those kind of things, then I highly suggest this book because it's so good. Like I can't put it down. I have to pull myself away. I'm from excited it. to read it. And oh, it's so called good. the the cat and mouse um, duet. If you guys want to read the first one, it's called Haunting Adeline. Yes. Don't get it confused. Um, haunting and then hunting. Yes. <laughs> I am currently reading a book called What Lies Beyond the Veil. Um, It has been a little bit of a switcheroony for me because I have been doing a lot of contemporary romance recently and I switched back to fantasy and boy, oh boy, is it um, just kind of a gear change. I've really enjoyed it so far, though. I'm only honestly about 20% into the book. It's pretty thick. Talking about like the fae and like just your typical fantasy, a lot of world building. So that's been really fun for my little brain to try to comprehend and keep up with it has like a whole like five pages of like characters you need to know at the beginning of it so oh goodness well y'all know that's our jam yeah oh good I'll have to add that to my list but Mm -hmm. if you guys have been listening so far you know like we love a good fantasy series 
So yeah, I guess if you it's a mini sode, by the way. This is not your full <laughs> your full length episode. Yeah, don't expect us to be here all day. We got reading to do. We have Goodread challenges to complete. Yes. Um, so we're just going to kind of each give you five recommendations of the books that we've read so far this year. The first recommendation that I have for you guys is Window Shopping Yay! by Tessa Bailey. <laughs> Tabby recommended this one to me. Um, and I've written little like blurbs to share with you to kind of like summarize what they're about. So a young woman takes a chance at applying for her dream job after being released from prison. The owner of the store, who happens to be ridiculously optimistic and extremely hot, sees how qualified she is and offers her the position. Two weeks before Christmas, Aiden hires Stella to create a stunning window display for the high-end department store. So it is very much a um, Hallmark Christmas vibe. It is, she's working Hallmark for a high-end store. Yes, Hallmark smut. Our favorite, our two favorite things combined into one. So yeah, um, I don't know if you can tell, but there's there's a bit of attraction between this uh, boss and newly hired employee. So that's kind of what the, the book focuses on is how their relationship develops. It's very, very cute. It's also a bit spicy at times, but um, you know, it's a little it's a little tame considering some of the other things that we read. For but. Tessa Bailey, if you've never read her books, um, she is like the queen of like dirty talk. And so I think for this one, yeah, it was on the tamer side because, you know, it was supposed to be kind of a fun, festive, quick read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, we can't be tainting Christmas too much. Like it'll make people uncomfy. But um, I do love Aiden. <laughs> Yes, Aiden. It, oh, so <laughs> the first time I read this book, I actually listened to the audiobook and like no shade to the to the voice actor. Um, but <laughs> Aiden makes me so uncomfortable. Who out of 10 for the voice actor, unfortunately? He has a southern like Tennessee accent. Um, but there are just certain scenes where it just it does not work for me. It makes me like physically revolt um against what I'm hearing it's not even like a like a naturally occurring accent either it is very much like a forced yeah, like southern fake. accent um, yeah so. yeah it's definitely um a no from me dog Ugh. but uh-huh. <laughs> don't let that distract you if you if the only way you can consume books is through audiobooks I still say it's worth a listen um, but hopefully you that's can pick I, it up in print. That's how I feel about the next uh, series we're going to talk about. <laughs> God, I hated the audiobook. Um, my One of my top recommendations I read so far this year, I've been doing a lot of series this year, um, which I think is partially why I've read so many books is just because there's been like eight in a series. Um, the first one is the Fortuna Sworn series. It's by KJ Sutton. Basically, it's following Fortuna Sworn. She is the last of her kind. It's a fantasy novel, fae, vampires, werewolves, stuff like that. Um, So her brother disappeared two years ago, leaving her with no family or species to speak of. She hides amongst the humans, spending her days working at a bar and her nights searching for him. Um, She does meet tall, dark, and handsome. Love that. Loved and hated this book series at the same time. Um, There is a love triangle, and I definitely have my favorite of the two. It's heavily contested. If anyone's read this series, you'll know. Um, 
It's yeah, unfinished, which is unfortunate. If you don't like unfinished series, definitely maybe don't start it immediately because the next one is not coming out till later this year, I think. But amazing writing. It definitely like does what it's intended to do. It makes you um, hate what the character hates. It makes you hate her. It makes you hate her life. And then you love her. And it's it's a roller coaster, but really good book series. I'm so excited to read that one. A lot of these, Tabby had, like the ones that I'm recommending, Tabby has already read and she's the one who recommended them to me. So <laughs> I'm always a step behind, but that's okay. No, no, no. <laughs> You've read um, um, Hunting Out of Line. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I am ahead of you on that one. Um, so the next books I'm going to talk about are also a series. Uh, it's called The Maid Series by mm-hmm. Danielle Laurie. It is, oh. Uh, I love it. Okay. It's a three book series about made men who are mafia men and the women who end up falling in love with them. It is spicy. It's funny. It's morally questionable. It's so everything funny. you want in a book. Oh, it's so funny. Especially the second book in the series. Gianna. You guys, the main Gianna character in that one. Gianna, she is hilarious. And she makes like another appearance in the third book even funnier like she just stays the main character of the first book he could break my kneecaps and i'd say thank you oh absolutely honestly any of them them can get it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah highly recommend if you guys are into like a spicier romance series this is the one for you they're quick reads too they are. They are. And especially because they're so like action packed, you don't want to put it down because they, they keep moving and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Someone's in danger. And, and you, you don't know. have to necessarily read them in order too. They can all be standalones if they want. Um, true. I would recommend reading them all though, for sure. Yes. Yeah. And it's kind of, I liked reading them in order just because it gives you a little peek into the mm-hmm. other characters that are the focus of the second and third book. Uh, my second book is the off-campus series it's by l kennedy i didn't think i liked hockey until i read these books and now i love hockey who doesn't love a good sports romance novel now she's a hockey hoe hockey hoe um so this series follows uh four friends they play hockey at this university called briar university and um, basically it follows them as they kind of navigate their college lives and then finding you know love for the first time how it affects who they are as people and makes them like question everything essentially they're really really cute quick reads um the only uh, there's four and there's a fifth novella that kind of like wraps up the whole series called the legacies i loved every single one of them except for the fourth book and that's my personal opinion because there are certain tropes that i just don't care for personally um i feel like i know exactly what you're hinting at yes i I won't ruin anything but there's yeah some i just don't like and that's kind of what it was but they're all 10 out of 10 books um if you just want a cute rom-com yeah i've been big into the rom-coms this year um (laughs) which is a great segue for the next book on my list so written in the stars by alexandria belfour It is also part of a three book series where the books are all standalone. Um, So far, I've only read the first one. Uh, (laughs) Fun fact about this one is Tabby's younger sister has been trying to get us both to read this (laughs) series for so long. Um, You were right, Tori. I'm so sorry. But I I also, (laughs) 
<laughs> I messed up guys, because then I tried to read the third book first and she was like, <laughs> bless your heart. Um, you dumb anyway. bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm really stupid, but I figured it out, read the first book. So mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about that one only. A modern take on Pride and Prejudice that showcases a women who like women relationship. Elle, a full-time astrologist, has a horrible first date with Darcy, an uptight actuary. First impressions aren't great. What will happen when they decide to pretend to date each other temporarily? And I will leave it at that. You guys probably you probably know what's going to happen. You probably have a good idea what's going to happen. I need to read that series. Tori, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you should be. Um... The third series that I've read this year is the Bergman Brothers or the Bergman family. I think it's called the Bergman Brothers series, um, but it is by um, Chloe. I think it's Liacy or Lise. Um, I apologize to Chloe for the mispronunciation, but basically it follows the Bergman family. They are like this giant like Scandinavian family. Like there's like six of them or something. And basically each book is broken up between a different sibling. I don't know why it's called the Bergman Brothers series because one of them is definitely about their sister. So I'm not sure. The cool thing about this author is that she is actually disabled herself. Um, she is also on the spectrum. So her books a lot of the time really focus on main characters who are either disabled or they have, um, you know, autism themselves are on the spectrum somehow. And I think that's really, really cool because a lot of books just don't really ever focus on like the disabled community. They don't focus on um, like neurodivergent people. So yeah, I love that. And um, because like a lot of times whenever those characters do have representation in a novel, they're mm-hmm. not the main character yeah and sometimes if they are the main character then it serves some other purpose like you know then it's just about their disability or their neurodivergence instead of just being about them as a person exactly that sounds Um, fantastic they are they are definitely slow burns so if you're not a slow burn fan those may not be for you. I love a good slow burn, though. I um, love a good slow burn. Yeah, well. she does just such a fantastic job at representing that community. Oh, I love that. There's so many books on my to-read list right now, but I'm going to get through them. Just you wait and see. It's what I live for. Um, so the next one on my list is a little bit more somber. It is Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. It is a romance still. Um, A young woman is released from prison and travels to the town to meet, or to the town she's from, to meet the daughter that was taken from her the moment she was born. She quickly learns that one of her only allies in this town is one of the main obstacles in the way of making that happen. Uh, This novel is very much about self-forgiveness and finding self-love and healing whenever you've made mistakes that have haunted you for years. And it is a very touching story. It, it is a romance, but it's not a rom-com. So it is a much different vibe than what we've been talking about, but I still highly recommend it. I don't know what else to say without I've giving anything away. Really good things about her books. Um, they give me like, I don't know, like Nicholas Sparks vibes almost. Yeah, um, where it's like a more serious tone. Which I have to really be in the mood to read stuff like that, but I do have a great appreciation for those books. Yeah, absolutely. I can understand that. 
my next book, it's actually a standalone for once. It's called To Love Jason Thorne. There is a follow-up book to it, but both of them can be read as standalone. So I'm not going to talk about the second one because I didn't like it. Um, But To Love Jason Thorne, it's by Ella Mays. Um, It's about this main character name is Olive. So Olive wrote a romance novel inspired by her childhood crush, a boy named Jason Thorne. Um, Well, now he's a hot movie actor who will star in a movie based on her book. Um, They haven't seen each other in seven years and things get interesting when they meet again. It is so good. (laughs) Sounds so good. I'm hooked. Oh my God. Like the freaking dirty talk in that book. Like it is like top tier and like, it's not even like like it is it's kind of smut but it's not like that's not the main focus but like she writes it so well uh-huh. like it's so good um I loved this book and like all of the main characters she is so freaking funny like her inner monologue killed me and I I, that's what that. I appreciate about a book is like if the inner monologue of the main character is like something like the way that I would think instantly love the book so the last book I'm going to talk about is actually the most recent book I finished before the one I'm reading right now. It's called Jane in Love by Rachel Givney. Jane Austen is 28 years old. She has no money and no prospects. She is already a burden to her parents and she's frightened. <laughs> so she meets with a matchmaker desperately ready to find love. The only catch? Her soulmate is in the year 2020. Building from the plot of persuasion, this novel examines the delicate balance of sacrifices we are willing to make for true love. What I I like about this book, yes, it is very cute. Um, Highly recommend. First of all, I love Jane Austen. I'm a huge fan of Jane Austen. And one of my all-time favorite books is Pride and Prejudice. I don't care if that makes me basic, but it's my favorite of the Austen novels. It just is what it is. Um... She, in this book, is very true to the character as they understood Jane Austen to be, like, very witty and funny, um, but also, you know, she's a product of her time. She's from 1803 when she time travels to 2020, and so she's, like, horrified that women's ankles are showing and, like, all this stuff. Um, It is so funny, just the concept of Jane Austen being thrown into 2020 is hilarious on its own, but it is, it's also sad. Um, It's also um, a a book that allows you to like reflect on how much you're willing to give up of yourself to pursue true love. Honestly, you see a lot of Jane Austen inspiration in Rachel Gibney's writing which is super impressive oh that's cool yeah the perspective um changes based on what character is being focused on and so when when it's Jane it's very I mean it feels like you're reading Jane Austen it's very impressive that is so interesting yeah I read that um so the last book that I want to recommend is called The Hollow Heathens. It's by Nicole Fiorina. Um, It was very interesting. It kind of gave me like spooky Halloween vibes, even though I read it in January. And (laughs) we definitely recommend it for like if you do a book club and you want like a good Halloween October book, it's a good one. Um, basically it's like a gothic romance. Um, it's haunting, forbidden love, murder century-old curses, stuff like that. It follows this girl named Fallon. And so she, when she was a baby, was like taken away from this tiny little town called Weeping Hollow. 
basically it's like invisible to the human eye and like you you have to have like witch blood in you to go there um but there's this group of four men called the hollow heathens and they basically were cursed like hundreds of years ago um to provide like magic for the town but like they the curse is that like nobody can see their faces and so they wear like masks and like anybody who takes off their mask like dies of like their worst fear basically like their heart explodes it's just very it's very dark um it's super spooky but it was really good and it's the first one in the series so this one was called the book of blackwell um so each of the families has like their own like book of magic basically and so i think the whole series is going to be based off of like each like founding family in that town that sounds really good. I am yeah, like, really, really super good. interested in reading that one. I love spooky stuff. I'm very mm-hmm. interested in like the occult and like, you know, yeah. witchcraft. Very culty vibes. I love it. Yeah. Spooky, spooky. It. So we're going to talk about our favorite that we've read so far this year and also our least favorite. My favorite that I've read so far this year is Written in the Stars. I did kind of um, mention that it's loosely based on Pride and Prejudice, which I also, um, when I talked about Jane and Love, I said, you know, how much of a sucker I am for that. So it is very cute. It's hilarious. Um, Also, it has a a few spicy scenes if you're into, you know, those like little romantic vibes. It's got that going for it as well. So 10 out of 10. Um, So my favorite that I've read this year is actually not one that I talked about above. It is the second installment of the Crescent City series. And that is by Sarah J. Mass. And um, for those of you who follow pretty regularly with the podcast, you know that we are Sarah Stans. Um, Crescent City is the third series that she has written. It is so freaking good if you haven't read it. Um, House of Sky and Breath just came out in February. It basically is following from what happened at the end of the first book. And there are so many twists and freaking turns and plot <laughs> twists. Um, the freaking ending leaves you kind of on a cliffhanger. I'm not going to lie, but it is a 15 out of 10 for me. I'm so excited to read those. I just want to feel what you're feeling right now. Like I cannot even begin to describe the excitement I have and all the theories that I'm compiling for you people right now. We are eventually going to cover all of Sarah J. Mass's books. um, And you bet you bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to have an episode (laughs) dedicated to theories. Only theories. Only theories. Kind of of your thing. Um, Our theorizing queen. Okay. Least favorite. Boy, was I unimpressed with this one. Tessa Bailey wrote um, a a series that was like, again, they're standalone books, but they are related to each other. So this one is Love Her or Lose Her. It's part of the Hot and Hammered series. It is the only of the three that I've read so far. And it it is like the the second one. Um, I hated that book. (laughs) Hated it. Hated the character's um they're rude they're selfish and that's kind of the point of the book but it bothers me so much and also his nickname for her is gross it's like honey girl or something and every time he called her honey girl I was like ew <laughs> like shake that off um Love like nails on the chalkboard. to be fair um to be completely fair that is the second book in the series and 
The first one's called Fixer Up. The third one, I can't remember what it's called. I actually refused to read the second book because I just so much did not care about the two characters in that story. Um, The first book in that series, it is so, so good. The third book, even better. Not gonna lie, the first book, like just to preface it, the main character is a clown, like a party clown. So like that weirds me out immediately. But (laughs) it's a really good story. The second book, it's garbage. That's good that you mentioned that those are worth reading because I am telling you, if you had not said that to me, if you had not already put in the legwork, I would not have touched another one in that series. This one is that You got to read the first and the third. Because Tessa Bailey is one of my favorite authors. She really mm-hmm. is. But oh, like yeah. every now and then, I just don't care for her work. And that's how I felt about Love Her or Lose Her. Yeah. And it's definitely just the characters because the, I mean, her writing is still fabulous. It's just, she's oh, created yeah. two characters that are just too flawed for me. And they know that they are, and they're not willing to do it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Fine. Don't know <laughs> anyway, we could go on all day. <laughs> um, so I actually have two for ones. I was so excited for them, and I was so disappointed when I finished them. Um, so the first one is actually also by Tessa Bailey. Tessa, come on, honey. Like, hey, babes. Like, what are you doing? Like, okay, quit cranking them out. Just take a break. The first one is called Hook, Line, and Sinker by Tessa Bailey. Um, One of my absolute favorite novels is It Happened One Summer, also by Tessa Bailey. This is the extension of that series. I had such high hopes for this book, and I finished it in, like, one day. It's a pretty quick read. Um, It was so repetitive. Like, the main character had, both of the main characters had, like, a singular problem that very much could have been avoided. And, like, they kind of made it their personality trait. Like, there were so many times where, like, the book could have ended because we could have solved this issue. And, you know me, I'm not a big fan of the miscommunication trope. Um, And it was just, I don't know. It drove me freaking crazy. And on top of that, if you buy the Kindle version, it says there's 390 pages in it. It's actually only 320. The last 70 pages are an excerpt from the first book. (laughs) I was so upset. Yeah. So I'm like reading the Kindle version. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I have like so much of this book left like we have so much time for them to build like this beautiful story afterwards no it ends and it's it happened one summer and I'm like why are you fucking read that book why would they do I was so mad Mm -hmm. the second one is from Luke off with love it's not that it's a bad book it's a very good book but it like was just kind of disappointing almost like it ended so abruptly and kind of the same thing like they're just like denying their affection for each other the entire book. And then in the last ten, like 20 pages, it's resolved. And I hate shit like that. Like I yeah. love a good slow burn. I really do, but not that slow. And also I need some like resolution afterwards. Like I want to know more about them, like being together. And so, like I said, it's a really good book. I was just kind of disappointed. I would be too. And I, I wonder if the intention is like to write more books and like that's kind of why they cut it off so quickly but I don't know I don't love that female character she's just kind of annoying and I wish (laughs) we've gotten a dual point of view from the main male character because he was very interesting so I don't know I didn't love it understandable So for those of you, we also would love for our fans to, you know, jump in on our whole Goodreads book challenge. Definitely. Even if you're not like a huge reader, you just feel kind of intimidated by reading. Start off small. We're challenging all of you guys to read at least 22 books for the year 2022. Very achievable challenge. That's like two books a month. 
because you can read, right? Like, <laughs> if you can read, just say that. <laughs> um, yeah. So we are expecting that you can read. None of you are Feyres or Jareds. And for those of you who like to read a lot more than that, you're like, I can do more than 22 books, but you just don't have a Goodreads challenge set up yet. Do shoot for the stars, man, and share them with us. We would love for you guys to follow or add us on Goodreads so that we can see what you're up to. Um, our links to our Goodreads are on our website. It's bestfriendsbookclub.com. And if you aren't on Goodreads, follow us on Instagram. Uh, user handle is the Sisters Warden. And we would love to talk to you there as well. Yeah. And tune in next week. We are going to be talking about the fourth book of the Akatar series. It's called Frost and Starlight by Sarah Day Mass. Um, it's our very Akatar Christmas special. It's just a short little novella. I actually don't think Sarah Day Mass even counts it as like one of the books in the series, but we're super, super stoked to talk about it. It's so cute. Um, but cute. we will see you next week. And as always, let's get lit.